You're listening to Wisdom of the Ages, the show that taps into the many expressions of universal, ancestral and personal wisdom to ignite evolutionary consciousness. Well, welcome and blessings. This is Anne Kate Sullivan, host of Wisdom of the Ages. I'm also the author of a number of books. Today, I'll focus on my latest children's book, Iala Mother Swan, which is a Nautilus Book Award gold winner. It's bilingual, so you can read the English and Spanish together. And I hope you'll pick up a copy. It's available online everywhere. And if you like it, please send me an email or a message. I'd love to hear from you. So it takes a village to create a book. (laughs) My design success has a lot to do with medicine woman, Marcella Benson, who has an incredible sense of design. Some people just have talent in certain areas, and that's her thing. She brings beauty to this world. She brings the medicine of beauty to this world, I should say. So Marcella has written and designed and created the most beautiful recipe book I have ever seen. It's not really a recipe book. It's like coffee table book. It's a work of art. It's it's wisdom for the ages. It's It's really amazing. Um, it's called Love, Peace, and Vegetables, Recipes for Conscious Living. I have been part of the midwifing process, and my goodness, this is a contribution for humanity. In fact, I use it more than any other book. It's truly the medicine of beauty, and I highly recommend that you check it out. You can find out more about it on her website, which is marcella.love, easy to remember, marcella.love. Just at least go look at her website because even her website is a work of art. Let me tell you a little bit about her. So let's see. Marcella was trained by Gabriel Cousins, MD. Uh, He's been on the show several times, but he is a master healer. At the time, he had the Tree of Life and his school, he had a school of holistic wellness. This was in Arizona. And she graduated graduated there with a master's in vegan live food nutrition, specializing in diabetes and spiritual fasting. So Marcella is someone that knows how to help you become truly beautiful. Since then, she has witnessed hundreds of healings and spiritual transformations So Marcella claims that health and peace are the birthright of each and every person. And when I spend time with her, that's what I experience: health and peace. Now she honored me by allowing me to put my book, my poem, it's called a universal prayer in her book. I'm not sure which way this went, but she loved this prayer, uh, a universal prayer. And I asked her if I could read it today. So we're going to Just do that now. It's very short, but it goes like this. Please clear the veil of separation so that I may experience the full radiance of my being. Please reveal my true nature and remove all misinterpretations of reality. Please melt all suffering, pain, and ignorance with the vibrations and pulsations of love. Reveal the essence of the boundless colors of love to me so that I may reveal and revel in the cosmic dance of light and play on this earth free, clear, and radiant as my true and authentic 
self. Thank you. So that is from a little book I did called Three Days in the Light. It was one of those moments when I was just completely blissed out and had to write um, <laughs> poems in, in the place of Samadhi. So Marcella and I have been dancing together for a long time. She is a true inspiration to the world. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Just get ready to get blissed out. I'm going to take a little break here, but when I come back, we're going to speak more about the medicine of beauty. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Wisdom of the Ages. And if you want to hear more episodes, you can go to superpowerexperts.com slash wisdom of the ages. And you can also go to superpowerexperts.com slash messages of infinite light. So lots to delve into. So today we're speaking with brilliant guest, Marcella Benson. Welcome, Marcella. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever read that poem aloud. It's... um, yeah, it's something, it, I'm looking at it in your book, I'm looking at the artwork that you put next to it so that it feels more honored than ever. Your whole book is like this. It's just full of beauty and vision and, okay, so where do we start? <laughs> what was the original idea behind this book? The original idea? Oh, my goodness. I, you know, I just started so many years ago just because, you know, uh, teaching with Dr. Cousins all over South America and Europe, everybody was asking me for my recipes and even teaching in the school, everybody was asking me. So the original idea was a very naive idea that it was, I can do this very easily. I'm a master and I can do it very easily. That was the, the original naiveness of a master that was not there <laughs> but, uh, these little ideas you're like I can do this I I right and then you have to bring it into being which is maybe <laughs> 10 years or so right <laughs> yes 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 oh yeah yeah but you know um this is beautiful and I love the poem that you gifted me for to open up my book because when I I remember when you came out of the three days in the light you showed me this poem and I was like, my heart was also bursting with light, you know, and how can we bring more of this bursting of light into our everyday lives? And it's through poetry, through art, through beauty. Beauty just does it, you know? Mm-hmm. Beauty just does it. Either you're looking at a, a beautiful landscape or it's just a beautiful piece of jewelry or your beautiful children. And it's too, you know, beauty, the beautiful thing about it is that it's to your liking, nobody else. Well, I remember the first time I saw you, I think it was 2010 and I was at the tree of life in Patagonia, Arizona. And this fabulous medicine woman comes walking in 
with this aura that just extended past the building, just (laughs) and she had a beautiful daughter and son in tow. And I think a friend at the time, and I had to get to know you. I was intrigued and we had such a good time together. We were, we got to do some of scene priestess work together and I got to fast with you several times. I think I I think the longest fast we did together was 17 days. I might have just disappeared into the light and come back a new person. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I did. We have the before and after pictures too, because I wasn't looking great when we started. And afterwards I was like, whoa, you know, (laughs) anyway, we have had some incredible adventures. And I know every time that I've spent even a day with you, I feel healthier and more aligned and more in love with life, more in love with myself. You've encouraged me to do a lot more self-care. I mean, I tend to be busy and you're like, no, 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 no. You have to take care of yourself. Take time, take time to make your juice. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you are an inspiration. Oh, thank you, darling. And this is, um, you know, love, peace, and vegetables. Um, after I finished it, and I went through so much with you and with so many people that helped me, I realized that this book was kind of like I want people to feel inspired, just like you did with me fasting. But I want people to have things in their home that makes them want to be better, that makes them want to talk better to themselves, makes them want to eat better. You see, and um, now after I finished, I realized that that was the purpose of this book, bringing to your home and to your hands something that inspires you, not just a recipe, not just a recipe, although we have about 150 amazing, delicious recipes that you can use for every day or for healing also. You know, healing doesn't need to be uh, bland. <laughs> well, and you know, I, I am not a cook, you, you know, this about me, but I have to say that I can do almost all the recipes in your book. It's my favorite recipe book. I carry it around with me. Um, I take pictures of it and go to the grocery store when I go shopping <laughs> and it's, um, it's sort of my nutrition Bible, not even sort of, it is my nutrition Bible. So why don't we start? in the beginning, because we've had fun. We've had fun doing some fables. Marcella's really helped me with the Ella mother swan and with whisper angel, a couple of other books I of fables and mine in comparison, like they're 32 pages, a thousand words. <laughs> this, this book, how many pages is this book? 444. How about Four. that? <laughs> Born to 22, 22. <laughs> so this is a masterpiece, right? This is, this is really something. And then the artist, my goodness. Okay. So let's start with the very first story of how, you know, you are from South America and you had this epiphany. So you wanted to start with maybe that story of how you went, Oh wait, I I need to go the vegetable direction. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Well, you know, it's about 15 years old. I I went out with two of my good friends at the time. And um, we were in this cafe sitting in Buenos Aires, in a pizzeria. 
And of course, you know, I order pizza with some kind of meat or something like that. And my friends were vegetarians. One of them was the daughter of one of the most important doctors in the vegetarian movement, in the natural and vegetarian movement in Argentina. And the other one was our best friend. And uh, when they saw me order meat and that came, they looked at me and they said, Marcela, you're eating cadavers. And <laughs> oh. that just did it for me because <laughs> I never put two and two together. Mm. But it resonated in such a deep level that I became a vegetarian that day and I never looked back ever. I never looked back. I had no doubt, you know, it's not for everybody like this and it's, it's okay, you know, because everybody has the opportunity to live their journey as they want to, you know, it's your, absolutely. Although it's, I think for anybody, it's, it's good to, to check out just to really feel your body and check out what happens when you are vegetarian for a period of time, what just happens to your consciousness, you know, without, you know, what, what I never have liked, I don't like it when people tell me what to do. I, right. But when I have an experiment and I do something sort of like being the tree of life, we're all food, vegan diet for, I think it was about 18 months. I was very strict there. It, I felt the best I ever felt my whole life. And I felt more spiritually connected, a little more challenging when you go driving across you know, when you're in your busy world, it's harder to do, but I think the inquiry, just take something, take anything in your kitchen, hold it. How does your body feel? Does your body move towards it? Does it move away from it? Do you feel weak? Do you feel strong? Like do an inquiry because everybody's a little bit different, but I think, you know, this act of self-love and self-care to put in our bodies and do the things in this world that make us strong. It's that's the gift. That's a gift right there. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's all about getting back in touch with your body. And that's what veganism and life food helps you do. So, and you don't need to keep it, but to see this contrast, like you were able to see it, it's a good thing to give it a try. And then if it's not for you, the only thing you'll come out is with extra recipes that are good for you. I love... I think it's called the um, miso, wait, it's the miso one. Miso, miso, miso healthy soup. Miso healthy soup. That's one. When I go traveling across the country, I take my little Vitamix and I take, I get my miso and I make my little miso healthy soup all the way across the country. That keeps me sustained. And this morning I did hemp milk, which I really love too. But uh, do you want to talk about... Let's see. Let's talk about before we go into the recipes, let's talk about self-love and why self-love is important. Yes. Well, it's very important. You know, what I have seen people do through the counseling is that the narrative of your head in into wanting to change the way you eat usually it's done because of a sickness or is done out of self-hate. I hate myself I did that. I hate myself that I ate that. You know, and this is very prevalent to everybody. And um, for me, 
to bring consciousness to self-love, it's changing the narrative of how we speak to ourselves and the memories that we have left over from our ancestors and what is really comfortful if that is making you uncomfortably sick. Mm-hmm. Well, your father had trouble, right? He had, well, do you want to tell a little bit yeah, about Yeah, father? yeah. My father was a di- diabetic. I was born to a diabetic father, type 2. And he dealt, and we all dealt all our lives with his sickness and coming and going to the doctor. And then by the end of his life, he lost an eye and the wounds that would never heal. And really, you know, really diabetes sucks the life out of you when there is no need, you know. So that really helped me, seeing my father really helped me understand that that was not somewhere where I wanted to go. But it was not easy, let me tell you, because mm-hmm. seeing that all my life, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to mm-hmm. not pay attention to diet because all my life was the focus on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, yeah, but little I- did I know that that was really, truly the path. And how to find the path to health is through love, love and acceptance and mindfully, consciously, really hearing your dialogue to yourself. When you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see? Do you see somebody that you don't like? Do you see too many wrinkles? Do you see extra fat? What do you really see? Because that's, you know, I want people to start looking at themselves with love and talking to themselves with love. And if it's a problem, the mirror for you, you should cover them all. Cover all the mirrors up. <laughs> well, that, that's an option. I you know one of the things that we have going on and definitely in the West, but probably all over the world is, is, uh, you know, is women, aging women. I quite often look in the mirror and go, well, how do we do this? It's like, there are not examples of, of really, or not very many examples of women that I think are just fabulously beautiful in their seventies and eighties. I mean, we just don't see them. We we see 20, 20, 30 year old actresses. And I have a question about that. When I look, sometimes it's like, wow, okay, well, I probably earned these wrinkles here, but, (laughs) you know, and, um, and I like myself more now than I did in my twenties. You know, I mean, there, it seems like there's more wisdom. There's more, my, anyway, things work better now, but what do you say? Yeah. For, you know, the aging woman. It's, you know, it's very important to stop comparing yourself to the beauty you once were, because the beauty you are today, it's only going to be here for today. Tomorrow, it's going to be another type of beauty. And this is truly, truly, at the end of the day, is how you talk to yourself, Mm. you know, and watch what you say, because I... You know, this is my work is a, as a spiritual counselor and, um, you know, the, doing um, spiritual fasting and detox and transforming people's uh, lives. And this is what I see as a line all the time. You know, how you talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. 
it is a, it's probably good to keep that little journal by the bed and, and read it again. Are, you know, what thoughts are you, what, because our thoughts create the reality that we live into, you know, our thoughts create our words, create our deeds. And I think, you know, spending time with you and doing the fast when I, came back home again. And so I was integrating back into my kind of, I call it my, my sort of real world. That's kind of ex middle linebacker <laughs> husband and kids and horses and life and all of this, you know, there's a period of time where you're taking this refined, loving medicine woman, beautiful medicine woman that you are and bringing it back in to my world. And, and I, I thought now, if I can really love myself, if I can really continue to do some of these recipes and, uh, exercise, the other thing was exercise, like really focus on the fact that every day I go outside, I'm really walking, I'm embodied. I think one thing about medicine women that's different from the more transcendent things that I've done in yoga, Eastern religion, actually almost all religions are transcendent and masculine. When we fully embody, and that's what I experienced with you, tapping into beauty, beauty is medicine, but beauty is reality. Beauty is the in-breath and out-breath of life. And then living that beauty embodied now, okay, it's not perfect, but I'm here. I'm here in this moment, the trees and the wind and the sky and, you know, right now planting hedgerows and trees and right. So embodying, embodying our spiritual gifts. I mean, that's what you gave to me. You gave me my, a good sense of living in my body in this world. So thank you. Thank you, darling. Thank you. I really appreciate that because that's, you know, that's so important. And each time, you know, I'm aging too. And each time I'm going to give a conference, believe me, I am not uh, exempt from feeling, you know, uh, but I talk to myself and I said, either you can be whatever you think about yourself that you're not perfect enough. Or you can just be who you need to be and be really, truly in complete perfection. Because today is the day for that. And I keep talking to myself and we have to do that. We have to do that. You know, we're never the right weight. We're never the right height, you know. Um, But as you talk to yourself in this way and as you bring your life you know, your surroundings, you know, okay, let me look at the food and let me not just go to this food because I, I did something wrong. Let me go because it's absolutely delicious. And I deserve to have delicious food in my body. My body deserves the nutrients of organic and vegan and deliciousness. My body deserves to have good water, a water that is imprinted with love and coated with your blessings, a salt that you understand that is a crystal rock and can hold your intentions to your cellular level as you press it and you say a blessing and put it in your food. Yes, that's really true. 
one of the things that I did when we were at the tree of life and you have it in your book was to take the water. Do you want to describe how you, you create blessed water to drink on a daily basis? That was so beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. Well, there's a whole little chapter in the book, which is not so little and it's very extravagant too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love extravagant things, you know, <laughs> well, uh, you know, that's, that's me being me. Um, and um, so basically I, I teach people and I teach it in the book also how to have, you know, we, we are water. This water, this world is mostly water from our oceans to our rivers to our lakes, you see. And the same thing is our body. You see, we have a huge amount of water compared to matter. So this is so sacred to me that I said, okay, I want to have a special part because everybody forgets to drink the water. That's, you know, everybody, oh, I don't drink enough water. Oh, I don't drink enough water. And it occurred to me that maybe, maybe, if we set up a space in our house, okay, that is a sacred space and you buy a vessel that you love, okay, and you put a space where you have your water altar. And I did that many years ago. And then I started seeing the reactions of people coming into my kitchen. Oh, I want to take a picture. Oh, I want to drink from there. You see? So I realized that doing a sacred altar of water in your house, it encourages you and inspires you not only to say a blessing and change the water you eat, you drink, but also to drink it because you have put effort into making that sacred space exactly as you like it. It is pretty spectacular. It's um, your... Well, the one I saw was like a big picture with full of crystals. Yes. So you get this crystal vibration, crystal healing as well <laughs> as, yes. as this uh, water with, I think you put a little pinch of salt and some trace minerals, right? Just a tiny bit. And yes. that, right. That helps you, your body absorb and, and um, the water and become more hydrated. Uh, hey, when we're hydrated, we feel good. We move better. We think, you know, our thoughts are a little bit better. So, so having yeah. an altar is anyway. And the pictures in the book are gorgeous too. So very, very inspiring. You have a whole chapter on salt. Um, tell us a little bit about the illustrator. Cause I know that you went off to Bali when yes. you were working on this book and you had this, <laughs> this great experience with the Yes. Artist. Yes, yes. yes. Go ahead. For me, it was important to add art because once I, I finished taking all the pictures and they were all up in the wall because I needed to have them in a studio, a printed color in a wall to make sure everything worked with each other. Right. I felt that we needed that human. I mean, we have the camera looking through a lens and then we have somebody preparing food with the hands and food that the food that was prepared in my book was all eaten and given away. Each day I will send plates of food out. Yeah. And um, then I felt like, okay, we need the art here. Like we needed the poetry and the art. I interviewed several artists until I realized that um, I had somebody perfect, but I didn't know if he was going to accept 
because he's a very, very well-known, renowned artist in Bali and I had bought some paintings from him. And he, the type of art that he does is called Batuan art. And the Batuanese art, it is done in a way that is full of prayers and full of meaning. See, when you like when you open my book, the first thing you see besides the table of contents, you're going to see this beautiful drawing with these sea waves and an altar on the sea floating away with a little bit of an incense and the and the and the little smoke drawn like an om, okay, which is a Balinese om. And these drawings and every wave is done with prayers and in complete sacredness. And for me, I wanted people to have, even though they might not know the story behind the painting, you can feel when something was done with the energy of love and peace and centeredness. And this artist, when he saw my work, yeah, he loved it. And he said to me, I don't know if I can do it. How about that? So mm. when remember, when you think you don't know if you can do it, remember something is about to happen. And I said, oh, okay, I said, I trust you. I trust that you will have the blessings and the download of these paintings into my book. And um, I was leaving already Bali and I left. And about two months after he says something happened and I felt the grace coming through me and all of your paintings came out in complete perfection. And I am happy with them. Mm. And when I saw them, not mm. only that, you know, because I, I was afraid that, you know, I was afraid that, oh my God, he's going to charge me so much because his paintings are very expensive. Mm -hmm. And he, he said to me, no, don't talk about money. Let's talk about it before. And like that, I gave myself to the process of not knowing. Through that process of not knowing, a wonderful thing was created because Madre Griawan told me that, um, you know, it passed four years until the book was completely out. And now I have sold out, uh, except for all of the special editions with art. And that money from the special edition goes to the children in the Batuan neighborhood to learn and to have their art exhibit in many parts for, for culture pride and culture pride that is spiritual that is connectedness that is also you know also he teaches the children to bring plastic to the studio every sunday and that's kind of like the token and then once they finish bringing all the plastic uh they take it to recycling so the children learn not only a safe place where they can express their artistic um, inclination, but also have a place in which they learn and they they're hold dearly through Madegria one, which uh, which I he, he always says when I said Madegria one, thank you so much for everything, and this is his answer: serve all, love all. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's simple. Is that simple? Serve all, love all. So. All the art that is in the book, it's done just like that. Serve all, like he says, love all. 
I think that's true too. When you look at the the photographs, this food art, the photograph, you, you spent hours, I know, picking out every little plate and dish and flour and everything that goes with the incredible recipes that you made. But before we get to the recipes, let's talk about peace. And so this was a tie-in. So it's like what, how one's actions affect the world and its destiny, but why is peace important? Peace is very, very, I mean, you know, we need so much peace in this world, you know, and, um, <laughs> and it, it, re- <laughs> it really does start with you. It really does. There is no sense of us complaining to what's going on, but to what you are going to do to come into peace yourself. What are you going to do to come into your daily life into peace. And I always say it's enough. You know, something you taught me a long time ago says, once you point a finger at somebody, you have three more pointing at you. <laughs> and I love it. I always use it and I keep teaching it because it's so true with everything is so true. What are we doing for peace? What are you doing and what am I doing to bring that? So for that, we need to shed a lot of the judgment and come into an open space and live a life that reflects that. That is really true. Uh, You were speaking about self-talk a little while ago, and that can be the first place. When we come to peace with our bodies, with how we are in the world, we can show up differently and we can be love if we love ourselves then we can love another person i think that's why the self-love is important this love and peace that's what i learned from your book um when we love ourselves we are at peace and then we can be contributions to humanity then we can show up as a community and together we can change the world Yes. One one recipe at a time, Marcella. So yes, <laughs> we are the people. We are the people, the people of the world mm-hmm. who are acting in beautiful ways to bring all kinds of wonderful things around us. And I have seen it happen all the time, all around the world. So this morning I got up and one of the things that I love to do is to go and talk to my sprouts. <laughs> I have little baby kale sprouts right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been reading a wonderful book you turned me on to called uh, Restoration Agriculture. So I've got my little, my, my little, um, I think it's called compost tea that I've been giving it and, um, and some salt water, you know, anyway, it gets fed and I talk to it and it's so these little kale sprouts are growing for me we are in relationship so do you want to talk about soaking sprouting and all these lovely green vegetables you know before we you know everybody think about this for a minute if you listen to the news they're saying there's a food shortage wait a second there does not need to be a food shortage so take it from there (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, one of the things that is important is to understand that um, in this world, there is over 24,000 edible plants. Mm 24,000? So you can go every day of your life eating something different 
and the, and you probably won't finish tasting everything. That's exciting. I, I, I've got my work cut out for me. <laughs> <laughs> then we need to know that uh, we do have time to repair, you know, and uh, and it really does start with you. And this world, the 27% of this world, it's um, livable land. You know how much we occupied of that? Probably, probably most of it. No, less than 3%. Of, of the land that can be occupied? Yes. I would have, I would have thought that we, we had spread out just about everywhere and needed to oh. take care of this land, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So, um, yes, we need to take care of the land. We need to do a regenerative agriculture. We need to take care of our soil because we are from our soil, we are part of this. And, um, you know, if we grow, like, for example, I'm growing right now in my garden, a jackfruit, and I'm growing a passion fruit, and all the little leaves of my passion fruits, which gives me a lot of dead leaves on the floor. Every morning I wake up and I, I sweep them to where the trunk is so I can feed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So growing your vegetables gives you a whole different outlook in life and abundance. And it is very important to hop in the train of abundance. It's very important because all around nature, when you go to nature, it's just abundant. You have to like, poof, cut, clean the way, clean the way. And, you know, there is ways and ways to do it. Uh, but that's what nature teaches you. Be in complete abundance and coming to your mastery as a sovereign being and as a peaceful, loving being in this earth. And this is each and everyone's relationship with that. And when you're growing, you know, you're growing your sprouts. There is many, like in the book I, I share, you can grow your sprouts and this is the way to do it. But if you're super busy, you can go to the farmer's market and chat to the farmer and have them grow your sprouts, you know? And like, for example, I have my, 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 my wonderful person that comes and helps me with my little herbal garden because I love my herbs. I love to drink my water infused with herbs. And I asked him, you know, I said, can you get me organic herbs? And he went and got me organic herbs. And this was something that he's never done before. And now he's basically specializing in uh, organic gardening and getting to know all of the uh, places where they have organic um, plants. And there is plenty of that. I live in Florida. We have homestead and there is also plenty of pesticides, fungicides and herbicides, but people are getting together. Last week, I went to a talk in uh, vermiculite, you know, and uh, wormery, how to have worms to get, you know, the worm poop to, to send it back to the earth. And let me tell you, people are doing amazing things. We just have to get our heads out and go to places where we can get inspired. I think it's true. I, I mean, years ago, I, I was listening. I mean, this was 30 years ago, probably. I was listening to Prince Charles talking about the Soil Association when I was in the UK. And it, it actually surprises me that people still use pesticides and herbicides. I, I think I'm so far out of that world that it, it's a shock. Anyway, one thing I know for sure is that civilization and the health of the soil are 
are one and the same. So our healthy soil, our healthy bodies, our healthy world, we really need to, to upgrade and get on with that. And yeah. also in, in this restoration agriculture, you know, we can grow almost everything we need on one acre and we can do it as communities in, in the UK, uh, people can, after World War II, everyone had the right to get a plot. I'm assuming that's still the case. Uh, but most people can either in their home on, or in, um, you know, with a community or maybe they have their own garden, they can grow a lot of food. And w- one of the myths I grew up with for sure was that we needed ridiculous amount of protein. So these poor cows have just been tortured for years because of it. Do you want to Talk about the protein myth and how we can actually stay healthy and get all the protein we need without. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, there's a huge myth, you know. Yesterday, in fact, I was talking to an owner of a gym that said to me, well, you know, it's it's hard because I feel hungry all the time. And that's, you know, that's a, a true talk that people are having. They're ha- and I said, well, if you're hungry all the time, it's because you really haven't had the right amount of plant, plant protein. And basically what happens is when you're eating animals, for example, the bioavailability of these proteins, it's very low compared to the bioavailability of a plant, you know? So how does that, how can I I make you a picture so you understand? So basically eggs, fish, chicken, and meat is about 14%, 17%, 18%, and 24% bioavailable. Okay, so if you have 14 grams of any animal protein, it's going to be that much available to you. If you have um, the same amount of protein, for example, spirulina, right? It is known that is about 96% bioavailable to you. So you need very little to have a high amount of protein in your body. And then your body also, you have to learn how to, your body has learned how to use plant proteins in a different way. And you're going to have to go into a self-discovery. Okay, so maybe I don't need so much. I have, I ate too much plant protein and my stomach hurts. Yeah, so then you need to lower it. So the ranges of protein also become different as you migrate into a vegan life food nutrition uh, state of being. Yeah, I guess you can go into a detox if you if you jump in there too quickly, right? I I did um well almost every year I do a fast either with you or with uh, Gabriel Cousins, and I love fasting. I I don't do it as much as you do. You're the queen of fasting, but I really appreciate the time that I give myself. It's usually ten days a year. It's not you know it's it's my kind of my holiday. When I get to give the the time, energy to myself, I get to restore, renew. And would you like to talk about spiritual fasting? It's a little bit different than just regular fasting, but spiritual fasting and why it's important, why you want to do at least five days. You want to go ahead? Yes, at least seven days, Um, minimum seven days. Why? Because, you know, the body takes about two to three days, depends on the person, to get into the detox mode when the cells, you know, the the good cells eat the bad cells and you start, you know, all the enzymes from your mouth go into your stomach and go into a systemic uh, state, you know, it's called 
uh, into autolysis and then you go into ketosis when you're burning fat, yes, and uh, or autophagy, which is uh, when all you're getting reset, okay, and you need at least three days to get there and then five days to stay there to have really, really, really an experience of what it is to feel healthy and and depending how you felt through the fast, it also it gives you a feedback in what you have been doing. And mm-hmm. also because you're no longer, your body is no longer um, into digesting, all of a sudden there is space in your mind for clarity and creativity because you're not using your time to think what you're going to eat next. And this opens up a whole lot of space and a whole lot of clarity. And I've seen it over and over and over that people come into with zero clarity and then they go back to life with their like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then, of course, your body comes out of the inflammatory mode. And coming out of the inflammatory mode means you do have more space for clarity. When your body is inflamed and is toxic, there is not a lot of space for newness because your body is working for you to be able to have the next day, have a next day, survive the next day. When you come out of the inflammatory process of life and poor nutrition, right, you come back into your center. And really, it's, uh, you can read uh, fasting so many places, and this is the thread that goes through all the different methodologies of fasting about resetting yourself, about healing intracellularly, and uh, getting out of the inflammation. So you might lose if you were have arthritis, it might go away. It might not. It all depends how long you had it. Okay. So it's the experience is different for every person. And spiritual fasting is we are just not doing it for the beauty of it, which an outcome is beauty. We are doing it to be in connection with our soul in a different way. Spiritual fasting is putting that in front of you, spirit in front of you, and the clarity of your body to receive the whispers of your soul. And um, that's the beauty of this fasting. It is truly to coming back into your center and being able to hear where you're going next from your true, highest, healthiest self. That's beautiful. And so, and so true. I know the first three days you're like, ah, I want to eat. I'm hungry. I don't want to do this. And then there's something that happened for me on the fourth day where all of a sudden this bliss takes over and you're like, maybe I'll never want to eat again. And I just want to have this incredible, loving, spiritual connection and with all that is forever and ever. And of course, at some point you have to come back out of it. But every time I do a fast, I come back changed in some way. I feel whatever disconnect I felt, whatever, usually whatever pain I've been experiencing, my body tends to go away too. And then I just feel just that flush of renewal and connection to source. And so it's, it's very powerful and it's very different from, I'm just not going to eat for seven days. You know, this, I think it's very important to be with a, with you, Marcella, or with maybe Gabriel or, or somebody who really knows what they're doing 
to, because sometimes there are detox reactions and there are some tricky, they could even be, I mean, in the extreme cases, even life-threatening things that go on. So you really want to yes. work with somebody. So yes. if, if somebody wanted to do a fast with you, how would they do that? Um, well, you, you, you can go to my website, you know, marcela.love, Marcela with one C and one L. And, um, and, and look into it there. I'm um, usually do not fast people unless they have done already my other programs, because I don't want fasting to come a remediation for how, you know, it needs to be, um, for example, my students have been with me for a long time and they have taken all my other classes and they say, Marcia, we want to fast once a year. Yes. Somebody who's new, I say, no, you have to first learn how to eat then we'll go into fasting and then you keep eating the a way that is according the best for you. Okay. So now that we've cleared the way, <laughs> let's talk about food. Yes. <laughs> my yes. favorite subject, right? <laughs> oh my God. I'm such a foodie. Forget it. <laughs> Me too. Forget um, it. <laughs> I mean, one of the things that I loved was going to your house and then seeing, oh my goodness, the nut milk, not only the water. Okay. But how about the nut milk? How about your chocochino, your cacao milk, your, oh my God. Like, okay. Which one should we go into? How about let's start with triple goddess milk. Yes. Yes. Well, that one, you know, I came, I came with that recipe because I just had to, I wanted my children to really like it better than any other meals that they have ever tried before, you know, because okay. that was an, a part of my life where I was transitioning the family from vegetarian into veganism. And I said, okay, I have to make something that is so good that they can never like anything else. And that's my triple goddess milk, which is done with coconut, with almonds, and with sesame seeds. And why? Coconut is good for the brain. All of the, you see, so I wanted to give them something very nutritious. Coconut is very good for the brain. Uh, sesame seeds are a phenomenal source of calcium. Okay, and bioavailable calcium, which is very important. And then almonds are high in vitamin A, vitamin E, you see, and they're good for the eyes. And um, this is one of my favorite milks. Also, I use this one to make uh, frosted. When I, I, I heat it up and I have like a little frother, I, I, I do the frother and then I have this milk with this d deliciousness, fat and, and bubbles that then you can make yourself either a hot cacao or you can make an herbal latte. <laughs> They're really good too. You, <laughs> I had the, the hemp hemp hooray milk this morning. That, that one's so easy to make. You showed me how to make it. And I was like, well, I could just do this all the time. <laughs> yes. Well, you remember, I don't think you remember these, but when we were, when I was writing my book, you said, Marcela, this is too many ingredients. Right. And <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> you were like, I just need something fast. I don't have time for the triple goddess. And I said, okay, 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 I'll make something really easy for you. And that one, I made it for you for the ones who don't want the three things, who the ones that are just like, they want to get on with their lives. And there is many of those recipes throughout the book mm -hmm. thinking of, you know, I'm also don't want to be all day in the kitchen. So I have a lot of recipes that are very easy, just like that. Yeah, it's it's true. It's you blend, you put water, done. I know that one is pretty easy. You just put it in the blender and 
Ooh, a little protein, a little natural. Pro- okay. So you also have lots of herbal tonics, like your hibiscus ginger sun tea. You've got your chagachino in here. That's a, that's a recipe everybody needs, right? Yes. <laughs> and invigorate tonic and yoga. And then you go into your um, green juices. You do make fabulous juices. Um, do you want to talk about juice for a minute and why juice is so important? Ah, it's so important because you're getting, you know, you're getting the nutrition, you're getting the life force of the vegetables. And specifically, I, you know, I talk about also in the book, which are the best machines and why, you know, because the vegetables are really very uh, temperamental in terms of biophotonic energy. So you want to be able to be able to drink that also and have an activity of biophotonic energy, which is light in the juice is light and, and, and sacred geometry in that vegetable that you're intaking through the juice. And that's what's really changing you, you know, the, the sacred mm-hmm. geometry of the light in the form of water of the juice. We are human light beings after all. <laughs> it's, like, yes. it's, so, it's so true. So, okay. And then you go into, you have your morning inspirations and I, I do a lot of these things. I love my, my uh, cashew yogurt. I love my chia bowl. And then you have things that are more complicated that I can't make, but, (laughs) but I've tasted them and they're amazing. And um, so I love actually that you go from this, like, okay, chia, chia, just anybody can pour coconut milk in and make your chia porch. I can do that. But then you have some things that are more complicated, like your goji berry crepes with lemon cream that, and there's a gorgeous picture of them here. So, so people who really love to get in the kitchen and make, um, make food can really, and your apple terrain. I remember we talked about that too. I was like, why can't I just have an apple? (laughs) 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 It is beautiful. I have to say. (laughs) And that's really easy. So, you know, it goes, you know, I wanted to make the book. So people that need very easy recipes, they have them. And then I wanted to make also some masterful recipes for those who are into it as much as I am to show them really the wonders and the inspiration and the mastery of being able to put things together in a way that are just like one of my outstanding is uh, that I love is like, I don't know if I called it cinnamon roll or, or, or apple something, apple Apple bread can, Apple there. bread, yeah, I Apple cinnamon bread. I served it once. Uh, the, I was invited to somebody else's uh, breaking the fast. Mm-hmm. I served it because there was a whole um, people from the media were coming, and when they tasted that, they were like, "Oh my god, I can eat healthy again." They didn't <laughs> realize that eating healthy can really taste like some bread, and and it's all chia and it's all flowers put together and I always say don't get um, taken back by the difficulty because once you understand that this difficulty is just like putting I remember most of my things I created thinking about when I was little five years old I used to play on the dirt in the farmhouse in Argentina and if you put too much water everything will come apart. If you put enough amount of water, you can do the ashtrays. Back in the days, we used to make ashtray for our parents that were all smokers. <laughs> <laughs> and 
You know, and I've created many of my recipes thinking about this. Okay, this is the dry ingredients. These are the wet ingredients. And if we put them together and then these are my ingredients with um, that are more spongier or these are the more crunchy. And when you start thinking like that, a whole new level of cuisine comes into your hands and you realize how easy everything is. You also make salads really interesting. You have a whole section on salads because people think, oh, uh, raw food, vegan, what do you live on? Lettuce. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things that I love about you is like when I would have a big salad, there'd be so many different components to it. We, you want to, you you know, you have all these little, all these little delicacies you want to, and also different tastes and texture and salt and salting and, and go ahead. You want to talk about that? Yes, 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 yes. Well, I have, you know, a part of the book, which is one of my favorite parts that is called um, condiments, sauces and other pleasures. Because with the right condiment, the right sauce and the right little knickknacks that you can have like uh, caramelized nuts, uh, uh, but with herbs, yeah, or or salty um, and spicy uh pumpkin seeds, yeah? I call them salty uh, pepitas, yeah? When you have those elements in your life, like one good salad dressing, one good sauce, or one good condiment, then your food becomes better and faster instantly. But you do have to take the time to have some of these, like have one sauce every two weeks, make one sauce, they last. Every two weeks, make a different condiment. They last. And my condiments and my sauces are made in a way that brings you um, nutrition. Yeah. For example, I have a, a salad dressing, which is a high protein salad dressing. Yes. Because I want you to be able to eat your veggies and I want you to be able to have your protein, your extra protein if you need it. Yeah, they're really good. And I love that there are many textures because I feel really satisfied when I when I finish. And some of them, some of them I, I might cheat and find a few of them at Whole Foods, but I have I have learned to um make the salad, make make my wonderful dressing and then maybe find a few other little bits and pieces if I'm in a rush. But yeah, I think that's um that's been really, really helpful for me. They're, they're, they're vegan recipes in here too, for people that want beans and they want maybe in the winter, you want more warming soups or something like this. And then they're marvelous desserts. Do you want to speak about desserts? I know we've got to start wrapping up here. <laughs> I could keep going and going, but let's. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I call them smart sweets because <laughs> uh, they're smart. You know, it's not a sweet, you know, we, it's not a sweet that is going to make you unhealthy. So for example, it's, one of my favorite pies is the blueberry blueberry zen pie. And it's so easy to make. And it's just blueberries, yeah? Um, and blueberries and pecans as a crust. And it's easy and it's wonderful to make. And there is many desserts like that. There is some desserts that are fermented. There is one dessert that is fermented, which is one of my favorite ones, which is a saffron almond ricotta torta. That's what it's called. And that this one, you can make it and you can leave it for a month or two or three. It doesn't grow mold because it's fermented. It gets better. It gets hardier. It gets, it's, it's wonderful. So as you go through the book, you're going to learn how to ferment. You're going to learn how salt is a crystal and you can influence the shape of your food through your salt and through your blessings. 
Yes, you're going to better the water you drink. You're going to upgrade all of the salad dressings because none of them have vegetable oils, canola oils, which are pernicious to your health. Really, they're inflammatory and pernicious to your health. And um, once you learn that, you never want to want to, you're always going to read the labels of whatever else you buy to make your life easier, but you're going to know that this is the way. you got to read the labels. Um, then there is, it's, it's wonderful to be healthy because then you can learn how to make sweets that you can freeze and eat them and share them with people when they come to your house, like the bonbons uh, that, I, that I made. That is a very easy recipe. It's like you put, everything in the, you put everything in the food processor until it becomes a dough and then you roll them like little balls and then you put them in the freezer. And you serve them when they're ready to be served. And you can coat them with coconuts. You can coat them with uh, shredded, uh, um, uh, with cacao nibs. You can coat them with uh, saffron threads. You can coat them with uh, shredded oranges, peel, orange peel. You can put some uh, essential oil and make it taste different, you see? So I open up also the whole chapter about how to use uh, food um, flavors, which are CO2 extractions to enhance the food uh, flavors and smell for you to completely know that eating healthy is the best thing that can happen in your life. It's true. It's absolutely true. We can eat healthy and we can have fun. It can be creative. We can have people gathering around, trying out different things and, uh, what I find with you is it's always fun. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I really encourage everybody to go check it out. You know, just try one new, one new thing. You know, it's, it's, it's great. So, all right, Marcella, what is the message you'd like to leave everybody with today? Take time for yourself. Um, bring things into your orbit of life that do you good. And that's the world good. You know, my, my book was also created with sustainable forestry paper and uh, it's not wrapped in plastic. It's, you know, so it's important to understand that everything we do matters and um, keep surrounding yourself with the beauty that you deserve, you know, bring love around your home, bring beauty, whatever that is for you. I think it's so true, Marcella. I, I know I had a, a meditation one time at your house. With, it was a, we were doing a sound meditation, and I was sitting in front of your crystal shelves. You have the most beautiful crystal collection, right? and I was just, and it was so clean. Everything was just clean, and there was the sound going, and and I in that moment really did feel like a a crystal human light being. And, and I was thinking, my goodness, can you imagine, you know, this, this woman medicine, this beauty woman medicine, you know, we can show up here in our wonderful bodies with each other, have fabulous friends, make food together. This is an amazing world. Why not just live in paradise? Like right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't forget you're here already. <laughs> Right. So we, I think we're meant to be stewards of this earth. We're meant to be, uh, we're meant to be love embodied, right? Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, so beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on this, this, the show and um, great luck with the book. Thank I know you, it's doing you, well. <laughs> and uh, thank you for making an incredible contribution to humanity. So I will add that it is an infinite light publishing book. So I, yes, yes, I have been involved yes, in this. Yes, yes, yes. And you can order a, a signed book from me if you order from me, but you can order from all the venues, from Infinite Light and all the big venues, thanks to uh, the beautiful Infinite Light uh, amazing team, Ain, Ain, and Ain. This book is available through all the venues you, you, you might find, you know. Yeah, you should be able to find it anywhere now. So you can, if you go on to infinitelightpublishing.com, you can see there's just a little tiny group of us, but we're all attempting to do great things for humanity. And if you order directly from us, we actually might earn a little bit of a profit, which is, always comes in handy. But it's available everywhere, Amazon and Barnes and Noble and 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 all I'll, one final question, because I know this book is only available right now as a hard copy, do you have any plans to do some sort of ebook or is there a way people can go and look at a sample copy or? Yes. The sample copy, they can check it out in my website. I have about 60 pages. So it's a huge sample copy. You'll know right there, right away, if you like it or not. Um, and, um, and, you know, and uh, right now I'm not thinking, um, Hopefully soon we can put it as an e-version, but uh, I always say to the people, buy the hard copy and then you want to have the e-version so you don't dirty this amazing coffee table book. So that's that's coming, but not just yet. Yeah, I know we have uh, people that are living in 90 different countries. That's why I was, you know, if you're in, in North America, it's easy to get a big book. It's- yeah. What is it? 7.5 pounds. Yeah, it's a big book. Uh, but like you said, for right now you can get the sample, samples free. Um, it can be shipped anywhere in the world. And uh, I think there'll be some e- ebook versions coming before too long. Do you have any online courses or anything you're doing or places where people can check to see what you're doing online? Um, it, it, right now, um, it's the, the book. Okay. Well, she does teach. I know this because I take her classes. So anyway, go check, go check marcella.love and you can figure out what she's up to. But uh, love all of you. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll, you'll check out some new wild live food. Understand that you can feed yourself. It's not that hard and you don't have to, to worry about anyway, the other things that are going on. We, we are, We are creator beings and we can always create anew. So lots of love to everyone. Many blessings. Thank you. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.